Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Happy uh, upcoming Thanksgiving week to everybody who's uh, thanking and giving and, you know, Canadians, you did it in October. UK and Australia, they don't give thanks. I thought you were going to say something about uh, Bob Iger. Uh, I was going to get into that, but not right now. Oh, okay. Look, it's a hot evening here, guys. <laughs> hot news in the Disney house. Uh, the house of mouse. As the mouse Chapek house. <laughs> quits <laughs> on a Sunday. And is re- and, and and Bob Iger returns immediately. Like, I mean, how long has that been brewing? That like, because we don't, you know, Bob Iger could have been in Aspen, you know. Yeah, could have been anywhere. So yeah. it had it had to have been brewing for a while. Yeah. And so I my mean, guess is, uh, Chapek gets wind of it, and is like, "Well, fuck you guys." Right. <laughs> well, and also it's like, who? Like, was it the board? Like, who was who? Because usually you do this. Who was pulling the strings? This here? should this should have been done on Friday after Thanksgiving. Mm. That would be the 
news dead. The dead zone. That's the dead zone of news. Right. It's the best day of the year, actually, to release shitty news. Oh, did I'll, you know that? I'll try to re- I'll try to think of something to release then. Um, so yeah, happens today. You know, all the Disney blogs are going nuts. <laughs> I came into Matt's office to record, and he had two screens it going. Was like ground zero here, guys. <laughs> YouTube's live streams were having a time. <laughs> the comments were raging. Uh, a lot of a lot of super chats. People getting a lot of people spending five, ten, twenty dollars a a, a a a message. What? What is yeah, that? It's a super chat. What is a super chat? You, you, you on YouTube, you're streaming, and someone donates five dollars, and then their message like oh, it kind of like gets like pinned it's highlighted. Or something? Uh, people, I've seen people spend like I've seen somebody do a thousand dollars. What? Yep. That's bananas. It is. Why aren't we streaming this? I don't know what's wrong with us. Well, I mean, or what's right, what's right with us? What's right with us is that we. <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, I've been thinking about becoming an executive over at Disney lately. So, I think it's a great time. Because I, I bet Chapex hiring freeze is not going to happen. <laughs> oh, interesting. It was you know because he announces <laughs> immediately you get the you miss the earnings call. You don't miss the earnings, but you miss the forecasts on the earnings call. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the next day, an internal memo goes out where they're doing a hiring freeze and they're going to cut costs. And it's just like, well, how many more costs could you cut? Right. How many more could be cut? You're gouging everybody at the theme parks. Like Everything crazy. is getting nickeled and dimed to death. Um, which that didn't look good. No. So here we are. I don't know why you're tuning into this show about IVF. <laughs> Or opinions on the executive board of Disney, uh, of the Walt Disney Company. I say bring back Roy and bring back Walt. Oh, that's a good idea. I kind of was hoping it would be Eisner. But then I was like, oh, Eisner's 80. Did you know that Michael Eisner's 80? No, I actually he did not. He feels like ageless to me. I did not know that. Um, interesting. Anyway, how are things otherwise? Oh, other than this big news? Other than this hot, hot news. Hot, hot goss? Look, I'm telling you, if we weren't recording right now, there'd be there'd be three or four or five YouTube pages <laughs> up constantly, like, just, I'd be watching it all. Well, I, I have no doubt that the second we stop recording and you get this podcast done... Well, yeah, that's the problem. You will, you will be... Oh, comments are going live. Here we go. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Jumbo, everyone. Up, oh, Tom Corliss is going live. Okay, all right. The, our our listeners don't need this. Look, I do. That's the this is the <laughs> one I would have wanted to see. Look at how happy he is. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this is Matt's Super Bowl, everyone. This is, the, this is the day we've all been waiting for. <laughs> it's like such a fun surprise. I love surprise news. <laughs> like you know, surprise news that ultimately is not bad news for the world. You know sure, what I mean? yes. Not like, like Russia has invaded like, Ukraine. Yeah, like there's awful news. Yes. Constantly. And this is not great news for, you know, multimillionaire Bob Chapek. But it's, it seems like <laughs> but ultimately, it's good news for everyone else. Seems to be good. Seems to be good times. Yeah. <laughs> um. What else is going on with me? I... I had a busy week. Mm-hmm. I saw two concerts in one week. 
Oh my god. This is they're talking about gallivanting, everyone. It was by the way, isn't the uh isn't that isn't um the Dodger Stadium show streaming right now on Disney Plus? I think I think last night's show streamed. I don't think it's tonight. Oh, I thought it was the twentieth. Oh, Whatever. I, th- I thought it was last night's. Whatever. I would do the last show of the stand. Is he playing tonight? Yes. Then it would be Maybe tonight. it is tonight. I, it I don't be. know. Um, yeah, I saw Elton John on Thursday night at Dodger Stadium. And I saw Harry Styles on Monday night at the Forum. Wow. And it was, you know, they were both great shows in their own ways. I'm going to be in the pit. Is that what you said? Um, No. I'm, that's... Trying, I'm trying to be in. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to be the pit. What? <laughs> There's a, it was a slightly viral TikTok that went around where an influencer was complaining that they'd spent $10,000 on tickets. For Harry Styles? Yeah, to be in the pit. Well, because he interacts with fans in the pit, and so I think it's like... This. But they've been to every... They've been to 14 of his shows. Oh, my God. At the, at the forum. What? So anyway, whatever. Anyway, so yeah. So, you know, it was kind of, it was kind of, a, kind of a busy week. Um... And yeah, I'm like not built for that anymore. Uh, what did Henry say? He said something. Uh, was it last night when you were out? I wasn't out last night. Last night I went to bed at eight thirty. Oh, sorry, Friday night. He said something about like, are we gonna? Are we gonna? Oh no, it wasn't. It was with you. It was today or yesterday. When we were talking about zoo lights or Descanto lights. Mm-hmm. And he asked if we'd be back at twelve oh four. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it's at it's at five thirty. By the way, yeah, but Descanso. he wanted to know if we'd be back after midnight. Yeah. Like Mama <laughs> has been nearly every day this week. That's not true. Because he asks me to tell her when she gets home, and I'm like, I will tell her. The only He's night like, when she gets home, have Mama come in <laughs> to check. I on need him. to see her, <laughs> or I need to. What does he say? I just need her to come in, I think, he says. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not going to wake him up. Of course not. Um, no, the only night I got home past midnight was the Elton John show because it took us so long to get out of Dodger Stadium. Yeah, it's not the easiest place to get out of. No, it was terrible. Well, the problem is, like, you all of the parking funnels two roads. Yes, and there was no one directing traffic. Yeah. Like, when you're going in, there's, like, a gajillion people directing traffic, telling mm-hmm. you where to go, and mm-hmm. then it's like they, it's like the clock strikes midnight, and they all scatter and disappear, which is- They all leave so they can get home. Which is probably why that couple got assaulted in the parking lot after the Elton John concert together, because there was no one else around. Well, uh, the, the Dodger Stadium parking lot has had its share of problems. Yeah, so anyway, that was the only night I got home past midnight. Um... Friday night, I went out and played poker. I was home by 10. Um, so, you know, but yeah, it's it's been... Look, she, she gallivants at night. I gallivant around sunrise. Yeah. Matt is a sunrise gallivanter. I am a vampire gallivanter. And yet I'm constantly up later than she is and awake earlier. Did I tell you, actually, vampires remind me of this. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you that Kate Spencer, my my co-host on my other podcast, mm-hmm. has finally seen the proverbial light on what we do in the shadows? You did tell me this. I don't know if it was on the air or off the air. I, but, felt, I felt very vindicated. I mean, I wouldn't even need to feel vindicated on something uh, like that. It's like, I like it. I know, but it was just funny because she was just sort of like, mm, I tried it. I, I didn't get into it. And I, I, sent, I was like... I sent Hardwick the hundred and... 
the hour and 20 minute video I've been constantly watching all weekend of Christian, Canadian Christian Easter plays. Uh huh. <laughs> and I'm like, you, I was like, you gotta, I'm like obsessed with this video right now. And he like reacted to it. And I was like, okay, skip ahead to 2102. <laughs> <laughs> and he started laughing really hard because it's like the dumbest moment ever. But like, there's a video that Jenny, what is her name? Jenny Nicholson? Uh, did on YouTube. You know, she released it a little while ago, but it was about, it's about this Canadian church called Church of the Rock that, uh, Jenny Nicholson, that does these crazy pop culture plays for the Easter mass instead mm-hmm. of like, <laughs> and they're insane. They're like Avengers themed and Batman themed and they're like pop jukebox musical kind of things and they're awful and fascinating and mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by mm-hmm. it so much mm-hmm. so that I've, I think I've watched it mm, 12 times. <laughs> wow. Yeah. In the last four days. Okay. Like I will just leave it playing while I'm like playing a video game. I don't know what. <laughs> wow. It's anyway, whatever. Anyway, but it's the kind of thing of like, I wouldn't, I don't need to be vindicated on that because that's very enjoyable to me for whatever weird reason. I don't know. But like, if you suddenly came around and were like, you know, I watched that video. It's very, very funny. We should watch it. I'm like, all right. But I wouldn't be like, I'm vindicated. <laughs> That was a long window. That was long. That was a long way of saying that. But I brought it back. You did. I was like, where is he going with this? Um, no, it was just like one of those things where I was like, I don't like I, I don't I don't get how she doesn't how she just doesn't think this is funny. It's so funny. And then she was like, You're right, it's so funny. I wonder what episode she watched where she was like, This isn't funny. She said she watched she she said she watched the first couple episodes and she couldn't get huh. into it, which again shocked me because I, I I don't know, whatever. Anyway, point is she's into it now. That's all that matters. Huzzah. Huzzah indeed. It's a it's a banner day all around, Chapek. <laughs> Kate well, yeah. Spencer likes uh what we do with the shadows, which FX. Disney owns. Owned by Disney. <laughs> yep, there we go. Dory likes being vindicated by that. <laughs> and by the transitive property. Now uh, <laughs> Bob Iger is back to try to figure out how to pay for the $71 billion purchase of Fox that he made in 2019. <laughs> what a funny thing to do. I'm going to buy Fox for $71 billion, step down as CEO, and then the world's going to shut down. See you guys later. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Good luck. Good luck paying for that. And then he was like, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> Up, oh, JPEG grew a beard to become more friendly. I'm back. <laughs> uh, well, what's going on with you besides this momentous news? Um, my car's back finally. Oh yeah, yeah. Got mm-hmm. that back on mm-hmm. Thursday after yeah. I begged and pleaded with the service department. Talked to Brent, the manager. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> whittled him down by whittling him down i just was like just i was like so i was defeated and sad yeah and that's what i, I was like i don't <laughs> i was like i got around to like because the problem was i paid my portion of the bill right 
which was not insubstantial. And they were waiting for Geico to pay. Geico had issued the payment, but they mailed the check. That seems and I'm just old like, school. I, I was just like, what is it? So they were like, the check is in the mail. Yeah. So like, and now they were like, we can't release your car because there's seven thousand dollars in damages that Geico has paid for, but um, we don't have the check yet. Right. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> and when he was like, I can't get back. I'm like, look, they once they did, did a glass claim with you guys, a check went to you guys, and then I never saw the money. And uh, he's because he had explained that like. Well, what if we don't get the check? I'm like, look, this happened to me. What if you guys don't pay me back? Because they wanted me to pay for it out right. of pocket, and then yeah. they would issue me a check. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, can't I just have one of your courtesy vehicles until this check arrives? <laughs> and it's like, it's like, okay, we can check with the service department, see what we have. Do you need a ride anywhere? I'm like, I walked. I'll walk again. <laughs> And then he goes. To, oh my god! And he goes. Just give him the car back. <laughs> wow. Anyway, <laughs> so I got the car back happily, and uh, it's funny because I was more. I think, and I've said this. I said the. I said this to you. I think I've said it to my therapist, but not you. But. I was more apt to go somewhere when it was just your car because your car was always first in the driveway. Do you know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. We have tandem parking Which in our driveway. Which is so annoying mm. that I often don't go somewhere because your car is behind me. Mm. You know, you can always <laughs> just ask me to move my car. No, I can't. Sometimes you're recording. It's, you know, it's like. Well, you can also move my car. Exactly. But that's the, that's, that's the barrier for me. Mm. That whole like, get out. Mm-hmm. put the car on the street mm-hmm. go back in yeah maybe there's no spot because it's like a street cleaning day or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and then going and, and then taking my car out and then bringing your car back in mm-hmm. and then walking out the gate mm-hmm. Bunch, mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah yeah i hear you that other than like oh i could just get in my car and go yeah that's a very different you know i mean vibe you know there were there were only a couple of days where I where it was like, oh, this is this is kind of inconvenient. But for the most part, I felt like it was fine. Every day it was inconvenient. I disagree. Getting home in the morning so that you could take the car when it rained and we need to get Henry to school in the rain, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, it was very inconvenient. Mm. That was a lot of days. Eh, wasn't that many days? How many days did you play tennis? I don't always need the car when I play tennis. Yeah, though. but you seem to. No, and then Wednesdays, but I don't. He doesn't scoot. Well, Wednesdays I need the car. What was that? My guess is, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what? We need to. There take will a break. be Grove fireworks happening. Oh, that's right. The tree lighting is tonight. So um, maybe people will hear that. And we live. We live in the Grove. We actually live above <laughs> Banana Republic. <laughs> It's weird, but is Banana Republic still there? Yeah, it actually is. That's where we live. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. 
Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything, because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know those, like... You know, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. We're back. Hello. Um, I forgot to remind people that they can email us at mandory at gmail or dorymat at gmail. You can call us or text us at 413-461-BABY. And we just wrapped up our recaps of Great British Baking Show slash Bake Off. Yeah. If you want to check those out, they're on patreon.com slash excellentadventure. Maybe you're waiting for all 10 episodes of Bake Off to be released onto Netflix. Well, they're all there now. Yeah, now you can listen and to all of our recaps. Now you can go listen to ours, just become a Patreon member. Yep. You just have to join. If you join at the $10 level, you get all the all those bonus apps. Um, all right. We got some emails. We did. Yeah. This first one is from Smriti. Hi, Dorian Matt. Just started listening to the podcast. 
Just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate listening to you both. My husband and I just went through our second miscarriage, no kids yet, and it's been rough. Listening to the podcast makes me feel like I'm listening to a friend who understands what this is like, the uncertainty, the disappointment, the anxiety, sadness, feeling alone. So thank you again. Wishing you a great holiday season. Uh, thank you. I'm ready for, for, for writing him and for still listening to the program that will never stop. Well, you know, it's just like sometimes it's a good reminder to to know that people continue to find the podcast oh yeah when they need it for sure you know and like i sometimes i forget that you always forget that. and then i'm like oh yeah people like are struggling and someone says to them oh well have you have you listened to matt and dory's podcast and like then they check us out and they're like oh i'm not alone right you know so i don't know it's kind of cool thanks for reminding me of that smriti and you know good luck to you we're thinking of you all right this is from Katrina. I feel like this is also this this email from Katrina is another genre of listener. She writes, as a longtime listener, I've always empathized with your infertility journey, but I've recently had the displeasure of experiencing this infertility bullshit firsthand. Mm. Like I feel like that is we've heard from like quite a few listeners who have said similar things of like I was just listening because I like to listen to you guys. And then I like three years in, I found out Right, you know. Well, like, I mean, as I said, I said Doria, an article about how the world's sperm pop, sperm uh, count is like drastically lower mm-hmm. than ever. And what was it from the Weather Channel? Yeah, I mean, this has been because it was like because of I guess the high, high hotter higher temperatures and everything being off. I don't know. I think it's five G. <laughs> Um, I don't really don't write in okay anyway sorry this is the rest of Katrina's email after having a wonderfully boring and uncomplicated pregnancy resulting in my now one and a half year old my husband and I decided to try for number two I got pregnant right away my husband's first words upon seeing the pregnancy test were literally wow that was easy unfortunately we found out at my eight week ultrasound in June that it was a blighted ovum and I began to miscarry two days later Fast forward to August and I was pregnant again. I had to go in for HCG testing for dating purposes. I had not had a period since my miscarriage. The numbers looked good. And I was told to make an ultrasound appointment for the week after Labor Day when I would be seven to eight weeks along. Sure enough, a week before my appointment, I started bleeding. We went into the appointment expecting the worst, but were surprised to see an embryo with a very strong heartbeat in the 160s. Measuring seven weeks and five days, we were assured by my doctor that bleeding is not unusual early in pregnancy and that it occurs for about a third of pregnant people. Basically, I can't make any promises, but everything looks great. I went to bed the following night feeling exactly the same as I had the previous week, plus only to discover when I woke up the next morning that I had a mis... That was me. In an effort to clean the desk off and clear space for the keyboard, I knocked over the candle that wasn't lit. Oh, God. Because I was going to move the lit candle to there. <laughs> and here we go. Okay. Back to Dory. Um, I had a miscarriage in my sleep. It was awful. We did genetic testing on the embryo and everything came back normal. I asked the doctor that I consulted with that day about next steps and he said that I'm in a bit of a gray area. They would typically recommend doing an infertility workup, day three labs, plus a sonohistogram, 
After someone has had two miscarriages or three blighted ovums with one of each, it's basically up to me. Figured we would continue trying until and unless I got a period and then do the testing. After nine weeks and as many negative pregnancy tests, I got my period on Friday. I went in for day three labs on Monday and everything came back within normal ranges. So here's my question. Would you do the H the SHG at this point? I have it scheduled for next Tuesday, but can't decide if it's overkill. Have these past two pregnancies just been shit luck? Obviously, I was able to carry to term previously, so what are the odds that I now have some polyp, scarring, fibroid, et cetera, that is causing an issue? I will add that I was still breastfeeding my son in September, which sounds like it may have contributed, but most likely had no impact. We have since weaned. Is it worth the time, money, and I'm sure at the very least, minor discomfort to have the SHG done now when I have a strong feeling that everything will come back perfectly normal? Or is it worth the peace of mind to go through with it and know that there are no issues or if there are that I can fix them now? I cannot imagine getting pregnant down the road, having another miscarriage only to find out that there was an issue I could have solved now. Thanks so much for the pod. Katrina in Chanhassen, Minnesota, living in 2,900 square feet with a husband, one tiny tyrant of a toddler and one nine-year-old mutt. No hot dog. 65-inch TV in the living room, 55-inch in the basement. We are 11 months into the year and you live in Minnesota and you haven't had a hot dog. Mm. That's crazy. <laughs> interesting point. It's an interesting question because at first I was like, well, you have it scheduled. You might as well go go ahead and do it. And then you said that you have a feeling that everything's going to come back fine. I mean, I also had a feeling everything was going to come back fine when I had that hysteroscopy and then they were like you have a septum mm. and i was like oh first-hand experience i was literally like this is such a waste of time i can't like it's so annoying that they're making me do this and like wait an extra cycle lo and behold katrina and chan in minnesota you now have an answer straight from dory shafrir I would say you want to do everything you can to rule out as much as you can. Community hero, Dory Shafrir. Thank you. Thank you for seeing me. You have been seen, even with my broken glasses. <laughs> um, all right. Matt, do you want to read this next one from Rachel? I don't know. Do I? Hi, Dory and Matt. Just a quick note to say that I've been having to pump at my office building recently as opposed to being a full-time work at home and I keep noticing odd parallels to the way Matt and others who have written in describe the challenge of jerk-off rooms. One, you're doing something that's typically pretty private in a private room but public space. Two, both things are required to just relax to be successful and I, for one, have not found that to be easy. There's a fear of the dreaded knock on the door which happens, uh, which happened to me the other day and you have to yell out, there's someone in here. I've also found cold room temperature to be a major barrier. That's true. It's usually pretty cold in there. Uh, to wanting to fully undress from the waist up. Not sure if that's an issue for jerking off. We don't undress from the waist up typically while jerking off, but you never know. <laughs> uh, to each their own. Uh, anyway, a completely unrelated topic. <laughs> I'm impressed with the way you both handle Henry throwing up. It's truly my least favorite thing to deal with as a parent. I immediately freak out and assume it's a norovirus <laughs> and I'll be uh, the one with my head in the toilet day later. I also haven't figured out how to get my three-year-old to throw up somewhere convenient for cleanup. So it's always in the bedding or rug or whatever. Ugh. 
Hope you all made it through this week unscathed. Rachel, the husband, two kids, two cats, Denver Spurbs, 2900 square feet, eight dogs this year, one TV, not sure of the size. Forgot to add, daughter does not like Pedialyte. <laughs> had a lot of success with the Pedialyte Pops. Who have not had a lot of No, she has had a lot she of She has. They're basically like Otter Pops, and she thinks she's getting a treat. That's the problem. We never get We Henry fucked Otter that up. Pops. And and we were like, these are Pedialyte Popsicles. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we don't. I mean, I don't particularly have a problem with Henry's everything, like whatever, for some reason, I guess because I'm biologically uh, programmed to that. Bodily fluids? Yeah, I mean, whatever's coming out of him, I'm like, no problem. Whatever you need to do, bud. Mm-hmm. Um, also, never forget that we, f- we figured out Matt might have COVID when he couldn't smell. Henry's throw up. Henry's throw up or the cleaning supplies used to clean up Henry's throw up. Yeah. I've cleaned up more vomit in the last two years than my entire life. Yeah. Combined. It's really fun having a three-year-old. Um. Oh, we're, we're everyone who has written in in the past telling us to watch Bluey. Uh, we were like, well, Henry didn't really go for it. Uh, we're in. We're in on Bluey. We're all in on Bluey. I'm very in on Bluey. Matt loves Bluey. I was watching it when Henry was not home. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Do you identify with the dad? I identify with everything except for it being summertime during Christmas. Because mm. it's Australian and weird. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like they're swimming in the pool, and I was like, "Are they on a vacation? It's a trop." Oh, I'm like, "Oh no, they live in Australia. That's yeah. why. That's why they're swimming." <laughs> like, why are they having a barbecue at Christmas? This is fucking weird. But oh, guess what? I what? found Henry and I watched the bin episode. One of the bin episodes. What's the bin episode? Where the tra- they bring the bins out. Oh. It was very cute. They bring the bins out. So, you, so you see Bluey and Bingo like sort of go through changes, but only through bin night. Mm. It's just bring, bring every week. So it's, you know, a week later, a week oh, later, I a week see, later. And uh, the trash guy, the trash truck comes and picks up and dumps it. And Henry was like way into that. And then I found out that one of the toys they sell is the trash truck with the bin man. Oh. And the working thing. So that's what, that's one of his Christmas presents will be that. That's so cute. Yeah. He might not care by then. We also got tickets to uh, Bluey's Big Play. Yep. Bluey Holics here. Bluey heads. <laughs> so everybody who wrote in saying we'd love it, you're vindicated, much like Dory was vindicated for telling Kate to watch what we do in the shadows. Yep. See? Feels good, right? No. Wait, what? <laughs> We're not being vindicated. <laughs> oh, How that's does this... right. <laughs> um, okay. We're going to read um, one more email, and then we're going to take a little break. This is from Julia. 
decided to pause the pod and write in to respond to the emailer who is navigating mandatory nap time at daycare, resulting in late bedtimes for her toddler. My four-year-old is exactly the same. If she naps, she will easily stay up until 10 p.m. regardless of when we tuck her in for bed. She's been like this since shortly after she turned three. At first, I just silently suffered because rest time is also mandatory by law in our state and our kid is super active. So she has no problem falling asleep during rest time. I figured I was just stuck with the situation. Finally, I decided to talk to the director and she said they were happy to figure out something that worked for us so long as it didn't disrupt the other kids sleeping. Now we send a couple of books for quiet time and I constantly remind my daughter that she does not need to sleep during nap time. Sounds like the emailer has already talked about alternatives at her daycare, but she should push the book agenda if possible. It's helped a lot for us. I also try to go straight to the playground in our neighborhood after pickup when it isn't winter, just for some extra running around and fresh air to aid with tiring her out before dinner. I also remember nap time in kindergarten, Matt, also because I was looking around the whole time and not sleeping. Thank you for backing me up and remembering. I also have a question for y'all. Do I remember correctly that Henry had a speech delay when he was younger? How was that diagnosed? Did he do any speech therapy? I have a 17-month-old who only has a short list of words he uses regularly. I'm not worried at this point, but know it will be a topic of conversation next month at his 18-month appointment, and I'm kind of wondering how speech delay might get diagnosed. Thanks so much for the pod. I've given my stats before, but I'd say I have to be up to about nine hot dogs for the year, probably 10 by the time you read this since they are on the meal calendar for this week. Beth, Julia in the Washington, D.C. metro region. I mean, look at Tom Corliss going strong here on Walt Disney WDW News today. Look at these super chat chats flying in. Wow. I mean, that's 50 bucks right there. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, my gosh. You could do this so easily. I know, but I won't. Why? I don't know. It's a crowded market. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And? You know how markets work. Sure. You know, I just realized something talking about nap time in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. Our kindergarten day ended at, I think, 11.45. Oh, we were 8 to 3. Yeah, we were like 8.15 to 8. 11:45 and so then I went to aftercare till or at, you know extended day it was called mm-hmm. I went till 2 2:15 or something which was the regular school day like that's what the rest of the school went until yeah. and then some other kids stayed until like 5:30 Oh that's so cute a fleece a bluey fleece the healers Aww. anyway anyway um yeah so i was like yeah well what, we didn't have nap time and then i was like oh of course because we were only there for like three and a half hours so yeah, we really all, made sense we were all day went to the arts magnet in lowell that was my kindergarten i wonder if brookline massachusetts still only has half day kindergarten i feel like they can't that seems like such a relic in a lot of places, but you're talking about a place that had blue laws for 200 years. That's true. Can you buy beer on Sun? No? What? <laughs> um, anyway. You're, go- you're trying to Google that right now? <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. Curious now what the, what the, what the deal is. 
Do they have, is it full day kindergarten? Yeah, I think it is. Looks like it's full day. Wow. I know. Way to get to the bottom of that. Thank you. Wonder when that changed. Pretty recently or not. You know what? We're going to both Google it and we'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're back. I did find an article from 2019 in the Boston Globe that said, the headline was, in Brookline, there's a worry that kindergarten has lost its joy. (laughs) Quick! Uh, find the joy um all right well let's uh uh beth 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 i'm only pulling one thing out of beth's which is the sleepy time bluey episode is the best eight minutes of children television isn't that the one that made you cry teary every time yes And Henry was just like, you know, just like, oh, wow. <laughs> and then he decides to dream about space. And I'm like, oh, my Aww. God. Well, do you want to read this email from Beth? Sure. Uh, hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, Bo. I have no IVF terms to discuss at the moment. Items to discuss at the moment. Terms. <laughs> Chapek, what are your terms? Your departure. Uh, we have two science daughters and have one left in the freezer and we're still deciding when or if to attempt the third transfer, but I have a few thoughts and questions I've been meaning to ask. Sleepy Time Bluey episodes, best eight minutes of children's television, makes them teary every time. I really can't picture what your house looks like. I know you've said it's too small, but with the talk of a pool and Matt's office and these mysterious huge shrubs that Henry keeps hitting balls into, it sounds like a mansion. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> uh, if you ever done a house tour? No. It, Dory would probably be so ashamed of the amount of stuff in the house that there would not be a house tour. Uh, but it's a, it's a three bedroom and it's 16, what was it, 1680? 1680 square feet? The yeah, house? something around 1700. Uh, and it's long. It's kind of like a um, rail car, like mm-hmm. the way the house is, because mm-hmm. you got to go through the living room, through the kitchen, through Dory's office to get to our bedroom, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the uh, Henry's room and the playroom are off to the left side. Uh, but yeah, it's not it's not a big house, and this used to be. I'm it used to it's it's. This used, must have used to be in the garage. It's listed on the breaker box as garage. Yeah, I think it, it was definitely the garage. So at some point, this was a garage. Um, and this is, I believe, 400, 350 to 400 square feet, if I remember correctly. I measured it once. And this is the uh, my office. And next to my office, there's a, it's a small pool. And I would say it's about... I think 10 feet from my office door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then the pool takes up the rest of the yard. So it's not a big yard. Yeah. There's not really much yard besides the pool. And there's a lot of tall shrubbery all around. Uh, seems to all be based on this side, too. So our landlord must have had it planted when, you know, they've had, they owned this house since the early 80s, I think. Well, there's shrubbery on that side, too. Yeah, but that's also, this, it's, the roots are on this side. Right. No, I know. They planted. Oh, oh, you mean I th- never mind. Yes. The it was all planted on on the this side of the property line. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant like whatever, this yeah. side of the house. Never mind. Gotcha. Yeah. Um yeah. there's there's very little storage in the house. This is Dory's big problem, storage. Which is a problem. Um in my in my opinion. Um we also have too much stuff, but oh, thousand percent. There's also not enough storage. Like every time I clean this place, this office particularly, there's like three or four contractor bags that leave the office. Yeah, so there's too much stuff. There's too much stuff. Um, now I know you talked about Bo's behavior issues before. I can't remember. Is it just to with people or dogs too? Uh. It's for some reason I thought it was with dogs too. Then he also goes to the chateaus. Maybe not asking because my parents have a big behavior issue with their dog and other dogs. <laughs> Bo doesn't like, I mean, primarily he doesn't like male dogs that have their balls still. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's his primary anger. And other dogs that like front, you know, dogs that strut. He's like, what? He's going to bark at them. Mm-hmm. I saw Bo Jr., if any of long-time listeners remember. Yeah, Bo Jr. is still around. Uh, very gray. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Maybe maybe he's actually Bo, Bo Sr. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bo has some distinguishing gray, but Bo still... I mean, I every day I'm surprised at how healthy Bo is. Yeah. You know, he's got... he's. He never, he has never, other than like when he was sick and, you know, when he's sick, he'll get lethargic and sleep extra. But he sleeps so much anyway. Right. That when he's up and about, he has the energy of a puppy. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the whole thing of like being a mutt works to his advantage. Mm -hmm. Like purebred dogs tend to be more sickly. Yeah. Generally, as a blanket generalization. I mean, humans too. Yeah. Look at me. Every time you inbreed, it's a problem. Yeah. Um, I'm not actually sickly, for the record. Henry's got a quite a mix now. Yeah. Not not thanks to the 99.8% Ashkenazi Jew. Hey, look. <laughs> my people have survived through millennia. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then... Uh, so yes, it's with dogs and people. Um, but you know, the chateau is on his approved list. And anyone who's in the chateau working, brand new, he's ever seen them before, literally does not doesn't matter. matter. He's like, okay, <laughs> it's you're cool. The weirdest thing. It's so weird. And like he, you know, if like Dory and I, because we only had the one car, we were having them drop Bo off. And Bo rides in the SUV with like five giant dogs and like 
Yeah, they're Seemingly all getting dropped off. Doesn't care. <laughs> it's like very weird. We don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's like he gets like possessed or something when he's there. Well, if you think about it too, like that's if you think about the environment of being around those dogs indoor, it's probably like he's used to that, you know? Yeah. Or was used to it. And then like, cause like when we walked him around the block, when we first met him, he was the most well-behaved dog on the planet. You know, the reports I've been getting lately from Mary Jane, his dog walker, like I, they're like, Bo is a perfect gentleman. Bo is great today. Like there's very few reports lately that are like, Bo needed a timeout. Bo <laughs> needed a timeout. <laughs> Uh, Thanksgiving's right around the corner. I feel like I should ask the annual question. What is Matt's turkey recipe that he talks about? Good God. I'll never tell you all again. Just go back to like every previous November's episode and find it. Wow. It's in a, I, I, you know, I've got, I use the hard copy now. Oh. So I pull, I pull one of the America's Test Kitchen cookbooks off the shelf. It's, I believe it's called their traditional turkey traditional roast turkey with stuffing recipe i believe that's what it's called we are going to a friend's for thanksgiving but matt is making the turkey i should try to make it in the toaster oven that won't fit you don't know that's a huge toaster oven it is but i got a i ordered a 12 to 16 pound turkey so we're gonna get a 13 and a half pound turkey it's gonna be great probably all right thank you for writing uh no hot dogs 50 inch tv 45 inch in the family room 43 in the bedroom 65 inch tvs in the basement because the husband needs to watch sports while he plays video games that is quite a need mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm into it though while he play oh so you need to watch sports while he plays sports video games i mean i feel like that's that's like your vibe this is sort of what i do yeah <laughs> here on a 30 inch scale mm. all right um we got a text from someone who wrote this is in regards to henry being sick and you guys watching a lot of tv because of it matt i will have to say this might get you your wish for more television mm. <laughs> because sickness was the downfall of our no tv lifestyle Our daughter got super sick the week between Christmas and New Year's. One year, and it was TV all the time, and we really have not had rules about TV ever since. We don't watch live TV because it's the 21st century, (laughs) but we do watch iPads and YouTube and Netflix, et cetera. Pretty much from the time she gets home from school at 4.30 to bedtime at 8, and that's how I grew up, and it made me who I am. So who's to say it's bad? I hope Henry's feeling better now, and maybe it'll be better for you guys than it was for us, and you'll be able to continue your TV regimen. But for us, it was was, uh, wild. Life is a lot easier when we have TV. Uh, that was talk to oh text. So there was... might be some weirdness in it. I apologize, but I also have ADHD and I'm in a manic state and I just have to blurt things out. You know, I was, think- I was thinking that tonight. The very Life is a lot easier when we have TV. Uh, tonight, when I was actually just trying to like practice my, my golf swing and Henry decided to come out, and and like took over the the little simulator, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "What is happening here?" He's doing this. He's like ruining <laughs> this practice time because he has six minutes before he watches Mickey. I'm like, "Why the fuck is he waiting till exactly five twenty? 
And I almost was like, just go. It's like, go. Just go watch the TV. Who cares? <laughs> Thank you. Okay. He drives you crazy a little bit, you know? There's like times when like you need to do something, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, this would be a lot easier to do if Henry was just happily watching television. Mm. Well, then he did happily watch television for like an hour. Well, that's because you ordered food mm-hmm. from the Grove and we're upstairs at the Banana Republic and they kept looking for us. <laughs> Where's your house? Uh, all right. Um, we have a voicemail. Um, okay. Let's see about that. Okay. Okay, here we go. Hey, Matt and Dory. Uh, This is Phoebe in Boston. I wrote in earlier this year asking how to make friends in this new city. Uh, And then I called in a few months ago about eating hot dogs while pregnant. Um, Well, happy to say pregnancy has continued. I'm now 38 weeks along with our baby uh, getting induced the day after Thanksgiving, so it is coming up. Um, I am working my way through your back catalog, but I'm only up to episode 83, so I don't know how y'all handled um, this question I have, but I need some advice. Uh, despite me, my best efforts over the last, you know, six to nine months, I don't have an active social life here uh, yet, despite all the great tips I got. I work from home, um, so I do probably 90% of the work around the house. I do the grocery shopping. I do most of the cooking, I do all of the cleaning unless I write out an explicit list for my husband and then generally have to show him how to clean things. Um, I'm a little worried that it is too late now to train my husband to step up and take more initiative around the house. I don't really want to be bossing him around postpartum and he's the kind of guy that just like doesn't see dirt and he's not a planner. Uh, so he just doesn't really <laughs> take initiative to like meal plan or do things around the house. Um, I'm also a little worried because he has a really well-established social life here. He's got hobbies that keep him out of the house. Matt, he is an avid golfer. He's actually golfing uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday this weekend with his buddies. Jesus so Christ. So I just have this That's vision of our life. Gonna go away soon. Where I am still doing everything and he's not really chipping in and I have no outlets or hobbies or that many friends, so I don't have a lot of excuses to leave the house. So it's going to be really imbalanced. Um, I do plan to join a mom's group or something. But yeah, I'm just I'm wondering if y'all have any advice about how to kind of find some balance with responsibilities around the house when one of us has a lot more going on out of the house than the other. Um, and then Dory, bonus question for you: um, If you have any favorite self care things you did uh, into the fourth trimester that made you feel good, I would love to hear about them because um, it's going to be winter in Boston and I'm going to be stuck in the house for three or four months and I'd love to find some stuff to do that really makes me feel good. Um, Warm blankets. Yeah, we're in, well, we're in Revere technically uh, in a 1,500 square foot house with uh, myself, husband, a cat, and our science baby on the way. We have three TVs, um, one that's currently in what is now the baby's room, which my husband's PlayStation 5 is hooked up to. Uh, I think I'm going to ask for that to move into the semi-finished basement because I don't think we need Call of Duty happening all the time when we have an infant around. Um, personal preference. And I've eaten a lot of hot dogs this year. Uh, Costco is my happy place. So, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Hope you have a great holiday. And I'll hear from you soon. Bye-bye. You married a 14-year-old who was still 14. 
I love it. <laughs> wow. Uh, they, to me, it just seems like everything you just said to us, you should say to your husband. <laughs> yeah. Explain that you do this, this, and this, and once the baby is here, you cannot be expected to do all of that. Um, I know a lot of people, I've never used them, but uh, Eve Rodsky, who wrote the book Fair Play, has these fair play cards that are supposed to be like very helpful in kind of making partners who may not like pull their weight in the house make them kind of aware of everything that you do and like and also like they help you kind of figure out what a more equitable arrangement would be um so that might be one thing to look into the other thing is like the needs around the house are going to change a lot Mm -hmm. so i think you know some conversations worth having are like are you going to exclusively breastfeed because if you exclusively breastfeed then that means that you only you will be doing feedings if you combo feed or you know if you bottle feed and breastfeed then your husband can do some of the feedings for example like i'm just giving like one example um i mean that was something that i really appreciated that matt was able to do because doing all the feedings yourself when they're so little they're eating constantly (laughs) and you're either like trying to get them to sleep feet trying to feed them or like changing a poopy diaper like that's kind of what it feels like um and it 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 was really helpful to have matt be able to feed him and also change his diapers and know how to put like i have talked to women who have said their partners have never changed a diaper which I is like I don't like even fully comprehend how. Look, I don't either, but I'm just saying like this 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 exists. So like But like you're in the house, I, don't, I assume, right? Look, like, I am not I'm not I, I'm just the messenger I, here. I like when she talks to people and it turns out I'm not the worst. <laughs> no one ever said you were the worst. Also, your husband's six hour weekend golf getaways have got to come to an end. Yeah. He's either got to get off his ass like me and golf when the sun is not up yet <laughs> and be home by, depending on daylight situation, <laughs> like even in the dead of uh, like winter. Sl- and the first tea time is like seven o'clock or something like that. I'm out there at like six forty and I try to get back by nine. Yeah. If I'm golfing. I never golf on the weekends deliberately because I know that that is time where Dory and I are both on call. And like I can't even imagine taking golf on the weekends takes so long. It's so slow. <laughs> Yeah, so many people you don't even, it's not like you're like dying to play golf on the weekends you get like aggravated no i would lose my well i i would be happy to play first right always sure. but like i i would lose my mind i've i've played some long rounds behind people and it's just like this is not fun yeah okay so i have a couple other thoughts for you phoebe one is that if it is within your means to outsource some stuff like 
maybe get a house cleaner once a week, like just whatever you can do to kind of help maybe get grocery delivery, like whatever you can do to kind of relieve these household burdens, um, I think would be Have your husband's social circle send you some lasagnas. (laughs) And then in terms of friends, I mean, I have to say having a kid does make making friends easier. It that's just actually does. why Dory had Henry. That's why I had Henry. If you remember, friends. if you were listening earlier in the podcast run, Dory was always like, I don't have any friends. Now, it's like, now she's like, Harry Styles, Elton John, poker. That's just the first five days of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. I got to go to a pie party. <laughs> Whose pie party? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I took Henry to that. I know. And he loved it. I'm sure. By the way. Um, anyway, there's like, you should immediately join like a new mom group, any sort of like mommy and me kind of situation, like find all that shit and sign up for it and go because these are the people you're going to meet. Like, you're not going to be best friends with everyone in the group. That's just not going to happen. But like... I have some really good friends from the mommy and me classes that I took. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you'll definitely kind of want to do that. And those also, those are also like support groups, especially for first time moms. Cause like you're, I mean, you're kind of flying blind. Like you can read all the books in the world and like nothing really prepares you for what it's actually like when you have an actual living child that you have to keep try to keep alive. Um, it's a lot. And then, wait, there's one other thing I wanted to address. Oh, yeah, the self-care things. So, you know, the fourth trimester, I have to say, I don't remember much about the fourth trimester. Uh, you were still gallivanting. The fourth trimester was is means the trimester after he's born. So like the first three months of his life. I would not say I was gallivanting. Well, I think the fourth trimester is a myth, but that's beside the point. Okay. Well you can't have a trimester. It would have to be a quadmester. Okay. It's a figure of speech. I don't care for it. Um I think you're still in it. That you know. <laughs> I would say like lean on whatever community and family that you have, whether it's your husband's friends or his work friends, like who you're, I know you work at home, but like people from your, like just, you're going to need help. That's the biggest like self care I can, I can suggest for you. The other thing is like, I know it's going to be cold, but if you can just try to get outside every day even if it's for a few minutes like just to kind of clear your head take yourself back to like revere in january i know it's gonna be cold don't go outside (sighs) um don't go outside what are you doing i don't know like i wish i had something more concrete for you but like those three months those first three months especially get an electric blanket yeah, electric blanket is a good idea. I mean, it's just like, it's it just feels like so much, you're just surviving. You're just trying to get through it because it's so intense. And luckily for you, 
in the Northeast, golf courses tend to close. That's true. That is very true. Um, but the Call of Duty servers remain open. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to save the rest of these emails for next. Don't forget to actually save them. Oh, no. I already started a document for next time. Oh, good. Yeah. Not Great. to worry. Um, Everybody write in. Dory Matt at Gmail. Matt and Dory Gmail. Let us know what you think about Bob Chapek. Uh, and we're going to say thank you to our Patreon supporters, everyone who came along for the Great British Baking Show uh, wonders. Thank you. Uh, everyone who's still here for us, we appreciate you also. Maybe even more so. Uh, but it's not a competition. No it's one's not? our favorites. What? Except for these people who are our favorite listeners because they're in the Patreon. Thanks to Julie McLaren. Uh, Julie Phillips. Kane McCall. Caitlin Donahoe. Karen Thakershi. Kat C. Kate. Uh, Marcinowski, I'm going to go. Thank go you. Ahead. Catherine Lene. Catherine Shimmons. Catherine. Katie Allen. Katie Regan. Katie. Oh, Su- Suvagian. Suvagian. Yeah. Steve Agian. <laughs> Kim Mestry. Christopher Fanaghi. Laura. Laura Dodge. Laura Elliott. Laura Valls. Lauren Schultz. Lindsay Gayotoku. Lindsay Gish. Lynn. Linnea Wynn. Lisa Travis. Liz P. Lynn Nugent. Marina Breed. Martin Hedegaard Peterson. Mary Wegman. Mackenzie Erickson. Megan Nelson. Megana Prasad. Melanie Jackson. Melinda Phelps. Melissa. Merrill H. Mike Zydek. Mike, Kim, and Leo. Molly. Mariah Adamic. Nancy Powell. Nicola Hill. Nicole B. Nikki Bossert. Narantha. Paige Schumacher. Pamela L. Ryan. Pamela Wong. Patty Curie. Paul Sharp. Paula. Penny from Massachusetts. Rebecca Posey. <laughs> Robert Hamilton. I almost said Posse. Uh, Robin Kay. Sadie Massa. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Schlegeter. Sarah Friedman. Sarah L. Sarah Lavelle. Sarah Swift. Scarlett Kaufman. Sherry Olson. Simone Van- Vandewinkle. Come on. SJV. Spike. Steph Gorlnick. Stephanie Genevieve. Uh, Steve Harcourt. Susan Gross. Uh... Tanya Lamos. Tanya Kay. The Halterman Clan. The Kembles. Tracy Jury. Vanessa Ferguson. Virginia McFeely. Whitney Hoffman. Anonymous. Aubrey Joanne. Aurora and Zelda. Ainsley. CJ. Crescent Martin. Daniela Jaforo. Deanna McLean. Eleanor Powell. Thank you all. Thank you, everyone. We'll right. see you next week. Bye.